Hey, Startup Nation, I am so glad you came back to join us for another edition of The Startup Life. You clearly are ready to get the tools you need to get ahead of the competition. Go ahead and give us a five-star rating while you're here. Now, if you're looking for an ad-free experience, go ahead and sign up for our Patreon page, where you will get exclusive content and access to our digital products that we're beginning to launch. The link is there in the show notes. And if you want to ask questions directly to some of our guests, follow the Startup Life Podcast Club on Clubhouse as some of our conversations will start to happen. Happen there. But back to the task at hand. Are you ready to level up? Of course you are. Get ready as the Startup Life Podcast begins now. What is immortality? Now there's one definition, right, Startup Nation? The ability to live forever. But that's the textbook version, you know, physically, right? But is there another way to achieve it? Can you achieve something that keeps people talking about you forever? Do we all have the ability to leave an impact that inspires the next generation of dreamers, thinkers, and doers? Well, for this host, that person was Earl Simmons, otherwise known as DMX. Startup Nation, I was a fan. I mean, a huge fan. So much so that, like, I'm not really a big jewelry person, but in high school, I had one of those rough rider chains. Looks ridiculous now as I'm older, but I, like I said, I was a fan. But more than that, I was a fan of the man and the music because it gave me one clear message, which is this. I can be who I am, lean heavily into who I dictate that person should be, and be that person unapologetically to the world. Message received. DMX showed us all from hip-hop to entrepreneurship that when you are authentically you, The world will not only make room for you, but it will embrace you and all of your flaws as we all have them and that those flaws can be a source of strength. So this episode is dedicated to you, Big Bro X. Ride or die forever. My name is Dominic Lawson, and this is The Startup Life. Let's begin. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. Oh, this you crazy mother... Startup Nation, I hope you're ready to receive some value today. My name is Dominic Lawson, and this is The Startup Life, the show for entrepreneurs and career-minded professionals. And you know, Startup Nation, it's a solo episode, so it's just me. Uh, I'm always glad to talk to you guys uh, in this matter. And you know, with the passing of Earl Simmons, otherwise known as DMX, and I know, like I said at the top of the show, he was a big influence on my life, so I kind of wanted to dedicate uh, this episode to him. Now, I know I wrote the blog piece that actually has Bruce Lee in the startup blog, but I thought it fit here with DMX as well. So we wanted to turn this into uh, some great content uh, as well in the audio version for sure. So look, look, I get it. The title seems a bit absurd, but I wanted to get your attention. It seems like I have been successful at that because you're listening to this episode, but I'm right, though. You can achieve immortality. 
It's just not the way you think. Startup Nation, when you create a business, most people are only focused on making it past the, the dreaded 18 to 24 month mark, right? Then you get to that 10 year mark and you've expanded 50 year mark, 100 year mark. But by this time, you're long gone, more than likely. If the business you started with two nickels you rubbed together is bigger and better than ever, then my friend, you have achieved immortality. You have built what we called a legacy. Now, building a great business where people trust you and adore you is only part of the equation. So in this piece, I want to explore how you reach James Pemberton, Coca-Cola, and Ray Kroc, McDonald's, status. So we'll talk about business morality, being a philanthropist, creating an excellent culture, and something you should probably consider. So Startup Nation, I hope you're ready to receive great value today. Let's take flight. So let's talk about business morality first, right? One of the ways to achieve immortality is to get the business right. I know you see me talk about this over and over again in commentary and other writings and stuff like that, but it's too important not to mention. When conducting business, remember, write the business plan, get your price points right, right? Get those profit margins all right. This allows you to keep the doors open. However, when we talk about leaving a legacy, you must remember that it goes beyond profit margins and earning points and profit and loss sheets, right? You must maintain a high degree of ethics and accountability. Far too often, Startup Nation, startups are willing to sacrifice morals for the almighty buck. This leads to consumers not really being able to trust them, especially in today's climate when millennials, the largest demographic on the planet, slowly it'll be Gen Z, but not quite, are willing to spend more money on not only a better product, but we tend to also heavily consider if the company has a goal of making the world a better place. This is the reason we see a lot startup nation for benefit corporations are increasing in number. So if you deal with a supplier in your business, make sure they're not associated with anything illegal or immoral, even if they are the cheaper option, because you will, as they say now, get canceled for that, right? Doing business with them anyway can lead to a negative public perception and a very damaged legacy that may be hard to come back from. Now, let's talk about philanthropy, right? Being a philanthropist, that's another way you can kind of achieve immortality. As far as I'm concerned, when you're doing business, you are obligated to do charitable works in the community, you know, or your house that you're housed in, or at least engage in some type of charity that is near and dear to your heart. I just don't think startup nation and you can disagree. I'm fine with that. I just feel like, you know, you should be in a community where you do more than just take their money. Right. That's what I believe. You should be concerned with not only turning a profit, but also making the world a better place. It doesn't have to be much. To, you don't have to do much to be socially active. You could sponsor a local veterans group, maybe even host a fundraiser for a specific cause. Anything with kids is usually a good option. Startup Nation at ours, we like to go off, go out into the community and speak to youth on a myriad of topics. You know, I've been, uh, you know, as you know, I've been uh, a mentor for, you know, let's innovate through education or light Memphis for the past almost five years, you know, setting the standard enterprises for almost two. So that's what we do, right? Like giving back to youth is something that's super important to us. We also donate money uh, from time to time, but I mean, hey, we're entrepreneurs. So, you know, we have to be strategic with that part. As business strategists, junior achievement means a lot to us because they try to inspire the next generation of entrepreneurs. 
Full disclosure, we absolutely take the tax advantages that come with donating money. And yes, donating time does raise brand awareness, which can lead to more business down the road. I'm not going to deny that. But more importantly, you want to work. You want the world to know that you not only were great at something, you were not only great at generating revenue, but also offering great value. But that you made the best effort possible using the platform of your business to leave the world better than you left it. Your customers would appreciate that. Your community will appreciate that. And your legacy will also appreciate that as well, Startup Nation. All right, Startup Nation, so we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. We got to pay some bills. Once again, my name is Dominic Lawson, and you're listening to The Startup Life. Hey, Startup Nation, check it out. So I know many of us are working from home. We're social distancing, staying at home, doing Zoom calls, all the stuff like that as we work on our business and our careers and stuff like that. But, you know, personal hygiene is still important, not just from the standpoint of, you know, keeping yourself clean and, and stuff like that, but also you know, when you uh, still engage in great personal hygiene practices, you still, you know, tend to uh, perform better uh, when you're in your meetings and, and on your phone calls and stuff like that. It's why we always talk about when you're uh, doing a phone interview for a job, you should still dress to the nines, suited and booted, right? Uh, because you're in the mindset of, you know, performing well, performing at a high level. And one of the things that I've been trying out is the Juni brush from Juni Essential Startup Nation. Check it out. Now, look, I have been rocking with my toothbrush uh, for a long time now, and I'm not even going to lie to you. It costs a pretty penny, but this Juni brush is actually pretty cool. You know, for starters, you know, it won the Red Dot Product Design Award for 2020. Right. But it's also created by dentists, engineers and designers uh, who really took you know, a very simplistic design, and I mean that in the best way possible, uh, to really give you a great toothbrush. It has an ergonomic bamboo handle, which I really like, uh, because it's it's almost like, you know how you get those toothbrushes where it just kind of feels weird in your hand and it's all heavy and stuff like that? You're not going to get that with the Juni brush. It really kind of like curves to, you know, your, your thumb when you're, when you're brushing your teeth uh, and, and the bristles. Oh my goodness. I, like, they're made with some type of technology i think they call it P- pbt bristles or something like that but like it's so soft because how many times have you gotten a toothbrush startup nation and, and it, say, it says that it's soft but it ain't really soft you know what i mean still feel like you know like you, you know it was made to you know brush concrete or something right but you're not going to get that uh with the juni brush and the thing is that like i said i paid a pretty good penny uh, for my toothbrush, but after using the Juni brush for seven days, I'm gladly uh, going to make the switch. And honestly, Startup Nation is is at a fraction of the cost, right? You know, it, it just goes to show that great innovation, uh, you know, can really you know serve well uh, in, for the greater good to save you money, uh, but still have a great product. So I highly uh, recommend the Juni brush. Also, let me just add this in mind as you think about this. It's also, you know, how, you know, we're always thinking about ways to uh, 
uh, make the planet a, a better place, a little greener and stuff like that. So the Juni brush comes in plastic free uh, packaging and it's also made of bamboo. Right. So the, I think that's also an added bonus uh, when you uh, check out the Juni brush. And now Startup Nation, Juni has just released their starter kit, which includes a set of amazing products for your entire sustainable oral care routine. It includes all natural toothpaste, a metal toothpaste ringer, a bamboo toothbrush case and a toothbrush holder for the bathroom. So you can just go like, once again to JuniEssentials.com to check out the Juni brush as well as all the great new products that they have there on the website. The link is there in the show notes. Now let's talk to today's guest. All right, Startup Nation, welcome back as we continue our conversation with today's guest here on The Startup Life. But you should also think about creating an uh, excellent culture, which next brings me to my next point. One of the easiest parts of creating a great legacy is having a great company culture. I don't mean letting people do things like contradict your company policy. I'm talking about creating a mini society with rules that make everyone feels invested and wanting to do the best job they can. It really doesn't cost you much to pull it off. I mean, think about it. For starters, value your staff's opinion. That doesn't cost you anything, right? I mean, it costs you time, but it doesn't cost you any money, any capital. But let's stop there for a second. Instead of calling them staff or employees, let's go with team members or partners. The former is a constant reminder that you're like, over them to kind of reference office space there, right? They already know that. While the latter makes them a part, you know, calling them team members and and partners, that makes them a part of the process, startup nation, and company innovation and other things. While we're on the subject of titles, think about using creative, awesome job titles. Who wouldn't want to be? Who wouldn't want to be called software engineer, right? Next, think about. Off-site retreats or bonding moments. Host your next team meeting at a restaurant or a bowling alley. Anywhere that's not the office. Because, I mean, come on. If you try to do it at the office with a pizza party, that's just lazy. And everybody knows it's not really genuine. It's not even original. You may also consider once in a while doing something together that does not involve work at all. Sometimes things like annual kids day at an amusement park can help make your team members see your human side. Starting a bowling team helps build camaraderie and trust amongst one another. Clearly, I must like bowling, Startup Nation, because that's the second time I brought that up, right? Fostering a culture of leaders will let your team members know that upward mobility is a possibility. And you always want to keep that uh, fostering within your organization. Lastly, hire great people that will fit your company culture. And don't be afraid to think outside the box. At ours, we don't take applications. Yuck. That's just gross. We do take resumes along with the 16 personalities test, right? I'll leave you with this before I move on to the next part. Steve Jobs said this at Apple. They, you know, before he passed at Apple, they ran Apple like a startup until he passed. He said, great organizations are run not by higher, not by uh, hierarchy, but great ideas. Consider this. Some owners have gone above and beyond. There are countless stories that prove this, but I'll sum it up in one example. A while back, an entrepreneur was diagnosed with a terminal disease and maybe a few months to live. When he passed away, the people in the company were very upset because they loved him dearly and loved work for him. There were times in the company startup nation where the company wasn't generating enough revenue and he knew he couldn't pay everybody. But everybody decided, you know what? 
We'll take that hit. We'll take that L. We'll keep working because you've always been 100 with us. We're going to be 100 with you. We got your back. And that entrepreneur never forgot that. When he passed away, the people in the company were very upset. They respected and loved this man dearly and loved working for him. They told many stories of how he was a great boss and cared about them well beyond what they did for the company. Still, the reality was they needed to find another job. Or so they thought. They were all asked to come to work the next day to talk with the entrepreneur's lawyer. The lawyer read a letter that the entrepreneur wrote thanking them for their hard work and loyalty to him and the company. He even wrote about the good times he shared with some of them. Then, Startup Nation, in his last act as the owner while he was dying, he wanted to show them how grateful he was to them. So he left the entire company to the employees, to the team members. He said he wouldn't trust anyone else to run it. That moment would not exist, Startup Nation, without a great company culture. He created and trust, he created and the trust he gained in return. Stories like these cement legacies and set examples for future generations of entrepreneurs to come. Each time stories like these are passed down, that legacy is extended even more. So what's the bottom line? Cementing a legacy leaves a lasting impression on the people you hire, the community you serve, and the customer you serve as well. This is immortality. Making sure the business is running right will earn you a flock of mentees ready to learn from the best. When they are successful, they will credit you as the catalyst for their success. A lot of times you hear about in the NFL all the time, the coaching tree, right? How they they talk about the, uh, you know, being an assistant coach or something like that for the head coach, stuff like that. That part, that's that legacy that they're talking about. Being active in the community will show that it is it was never just about making an extra buck but about being part of the betterment of society. Creating a great company culture can pay dividends you never expected. There are countless stories of companies with such a great culture that when the business fell on hard times, it was the team members that saved the business by staying longer hours, working willingly without a paycheck for a while. And in some extreme cases, team members have forfeited pensions and benefits just to save the business. So when people think of Enter your name here, Startup Nation. A hundred years from now, you want them to think about the great entrepreneur, the tireless philanthropist, and the type of boss everyone wants to work for as the evidence of the mark you left behind on the world. Failing to consider your legacy when you run a business can lead to a bad reputation, or worse, being forgotten in the annals of history as if you even existed. So that's going to do it for this episode of Startup Nation. I hope you really enjoyed this uh, edition of the Startup Bike Podcast. We love doing these solo episodes. We got to do more of these uh, from time to time just so I can kind of talk to you and and kind of share some thoughts and and stuff like that and say, hey, let me know what you think about this episode. Do you agree with some of the stuff? Want to add to it? Make sure you contact me. Our information is there in the show notes. If you want to let us know what you think about the show, have an idea for a show topic, 
or would like to advertise on a show, send us a message. Our contact information is there in the show notes or feel free to reach out to us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Go ahead and follow us while you're at it. Follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podcast One, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. And be sure to hit us with that five-star rating. We will really appreciate that. Be sure to check out the show's website and its startup blog where either I or some of the world's best business minds share content that will give you the edge you need in your journey, whether that's the path of entrepreneurship or climbing the corporate ladder. Subscribe to our Patreon to listen to ad-free episodes, exclusive content, and digital products that we are beginning to offer. And if you want to be part of the conversation, join the Startup Life podcast on Clubhouse to have the ability to talk directly to some of our guests. And as always, Startup Nation, if you have an idea, be about that life, the Startup Life.